practice. So yeah, brother. Shut up is a curse word, bro. I mean, good. You might want to check yourself. Shut the hole. Oh, wow. 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 I'm just saying, hey, they they found they come up on some money. It's like, yo, we got some money. No, we gotta do the right thing and try to find the owner of this money. God damn, mama, like we broke as shit. You know what I'm saying? You got me and like you know, you got me and JJ sleeping in the fold-out couch in the front of the goddamn room, you know what I'm saying? Forever. JJ like 35. And you know, but but it's cool because your your high sense of morality is there and We've got black Jesus still. And as long as Michael can still say he believes in Jesus, everything's cool. This dude is like like Richard Gere's character in Pretty Woman. He don't build Jack. He just comes in and, and does what he does. There's a difference. The show that gives you everything and nothing at all. That's everywhere you don't want to be. It's Ruben, Mo B, and on the ones and twos, A.G. What's going on, world? Welcome to another episode of Five Minute Warning. Of course, it's your man, Ruben in the house. And as you can tell, screen looks a little different this time. We got five boxes in the in the house, and this is the first time ever. So go ahead. And, and there's Jay. Not only. <laughs> I mean, can you hear me? We, we, I mean, an intro. I, all I, the noise I, in the world. I mean, can I finish my intro, Jay? Damn, like I can't even get past the intro. <laughs> Sorry, I just mean because I, I I know how the technical difficulties can be before you go live. So I'm gonna rest. I'm gonna sit out and let y'all land. <laughs> oh man, if it hey, there's there's no other show like Five Minute Warning, man. That I can guarantee. But welcome to a brand new Five Minute Warning, and of course. I mean, we got the usual suspects here. We got AG on the ones and twos. And of course, I mean, we got the usual suspects here. We got AG on the ones and twos. And of course, we got some feedback. All right. This is going to be a special, special show, y'all. I know, right? Everything is happening today, boy. (laughs) This is awesome. And we got Moby in the house. I'm way over to the left this time. I ain't used to being this far over. I mean, you got on shades. (laughs) That means your life is bright. Of course, well, don't, my- don't worry about it, man. I got to share the basement with uh, Grizz. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of the basement, yo, man, we we had one of them in a minute, but got my man Marcus J on the show with us today. What's going on, Marcus? PC, brother. How you doing, man? I mean, you know, still fat and black. That's all we can do, right? Yeah, well, at least me. I can't. Y'all not fat and black, but I am. No, I'm 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 just black. I'm I'm not fat. <laughs> well, I appreciate the fact that you're black. I mean, yes, not sir. that it would matter if he's white, but hey, we do what we do, right? Yes, and of sir. course, we got Jay Grizzly Green in the house. What's up, peoples? What's going on, everybody? Good, man. What you drinking, though? Uh, I'm not sponsoring them, but uh, <laughs> some of the fi- some of the finest top shelf top shelf alcohol, and I'm mad because my Commonwealth of Virginia vape. For for medical cannabis is out low on the battery, so be grateful. Uh, five minute warning. 
I'm not gonna get high on y'all podcast tonight. I don't I don't know how I should feel about that, but I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. Look at Walker's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's craziness. What's going on, Blackmore? Teacher Abs. Hey, AC, you in a hot minute. I know. Glad right? you back. Yo, yo, gentlemen. I mean, wow, five boxes, man. You know, even my head is small. So like what's Pause going on, on that. Let's 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 get clear. Let's be clear before we continue. Oh, what? This guy. All right. the head jokes. Oh yeah, all the head <laughs> jokes. Please don't. <laughs> it ain't all even right. gonna be me this week. It ain't even gonna be me this week. I mean, I think everybody's putting in on this week because <laughs> you know it, it's crazy. Marcus, man, we we see you from your hot minute. How things been going, brother? Hey, man, I'm just doing good, man. Just. You know, enjoying the summer, enjoying the this stage of the year, and you know, taking all of the free time that I have and turning it into mini vacations. So, even if it's just a weekend, I'm gonna feel on that weekend like I would be excited about a week off and just enjoying enjoying time. We on the back nine of life. We might as well start. Playing, you know what I'm saying? Speak for yourself. Unless I'm gonna live to be 96 or 98 or whatever it is. I don't have any realistic expectations of that. So, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Hey, hey, Marcus, where can they find you, man, on Monday nights? Every Monday night, I am in uh, on YouTube, on Facebook Live. And all you have to do is search Ain't No Half Step with Marcus Day or Legacy Internet Radio, both. Uh, and we, you know, we start around about 7 o'clock. We go about two hours and a half. And uh, we got years of archives. Thank you for giving the opportunity to plug it. Uh, we got years of archives starting uh, what is it, next month or September. We'll have twelve years in radio, so you know nice. we got archives to go back that far. So appreciate your opportunity to, to to be here with you and your your crew tonight. Ah, hey, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being here, Jay Grizzly Green, man. What's been up, brother? Not much, man. Been burning the candles on both ends quickly. <laughs> I hear you. I'm doing doing I'm doing great, man. I'm it's ha- I'm happy to be a part of Five Minute Warning tonight. I see we got five boxes. Uh, it's gonna be a a, a good podcast. Uh, I don't know what do you call these things these days. YouTube's podcasts. It's, it's just something that everybody is on. I just happy to be a part of it. So I like to call it a show and you know try to be all bougie and stuff. So not a bougie. Yeah, me too. Content, I, yeah, content creators. Content creators. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. Probably content creators. Got a serious problem. I, look, I I know one thing. I don't know what I'd be doing if I wasn't in this space. And that's you know again thanks to Marcus J. Uh, Rube was down with Legacy Internet Radio as well, and now I'm doing my own thing here. Um, it, it started off as a hobby, and now I'm having fun, man. So this this is a great avenue for us. Especially, I say on my joint, I'm a Black Gen Excellence. Uh, I'm the president of the Back Black Gen X Club. So, yeah, dig. You know, I got to put that out there. Yeah, dig. So, you know, it's just what it is, baby. All right, where can they find you at, Jay Grizzy? Well, all social media platforms, um, Facebook Live, YouTube, any uh, all the streaming platforms where you find your favorite podcasts. I always say Apple, Google, Spotify. And then for a small price of a half a dozen of eggs, you'll get exclusive content on our Patreon where you get to see me uh, go uh, balls deep. And I'll just leave it at that. 
<laughs> you hey, know, that, that works out because we're going to talk about some stuff that's balls deep. Yeah. Clamp down on my balls deep, sir. <laughs> right. I, I would say pause, but I said I set it up like that. So <laughs> no, I'm sorry, guys. I appreciate that too, ball, sir. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I apologize, but thank you. Uh, thanks for letting me plug, and thank you guys for having me here. I hope hey, I do the show justice. I'm definitely not going to pay to see you go balls deep at anything. So I know yeah. it's got twenty five. It's only it's only it's only a small <laughs> amount though. It's only a small amount. So well, there's no I mean. such thing as small amount and balls deep, sir. <laughs> well, it depends on your kink. True. <laughs> True. Wow. <laughs> All right. And the five minute warning has started, sir. I mean, that's what we do. That's what, <laughs> we, that's do. what we do here. I mean, we don't usually say balls deep, but this is this is exactly what we do. This is, this is glad to be here. Already. Can, can you see? Can you see Ruben Pearl clutching y'all? Not yet. Yeah, it'll come. It's gonna come. I'm pretty sure it's gonna come later. I'm just tripping because hey, we said balls deep on the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Mark, a a shout shout out to Marcus J. Your crystals are off camera, but they're right here, man. And they never, when I when I uh, do something here down in my dungeon, they never fall away. Anytime I get out of pocket, whether you're in the building, those crystals are there. And when I see it, I see Marcus's peaceful yogi-like effort, and he's saying, "Grizzy, you're saying." And you're doing entirely too fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, y'all killing me, man. AG, hey, man, what's up? What's up, brother? Hey, man, I got I to gotta put this out there. My wife and I have been eating a lot of legumes lately. You don't know what that is. Beans, okay? Okay, okay. And so when we first started eating, we, we just generally make a bean salad. And I thought right away my stomach was going to be like, bro, what are you doing? Where's the McDonald's? But I was food. I was food. What is Jake? <laughs> this dude is just like running. Who's he having a garage sale down there? What's hey, it? I'm glad I'm not the one that's got to edit. I'm not, you know what? I'm not editing any of this. I'm not doing it. I'm not. It's going to be just like it is. I got to Go ahead. But anyway. <laughs> hey, did you find hey, what you're looking for, bro? Hey, hey, hey Grizz. The next time you have to go and do something, go ahead and put us on mute, brother. Oh, y'all heard me going into the bag of tricks? All of it. Every bit of it, yes. You know, so for the audience, because I have to, it's it's very, first, Ruben, um, let me give a disclaimer, and I think Mark can speak for this, and I'm going to not try to speak for the other fellas. But when you're on the opposite side of, of, as a guest on a podcast, you kind of lose like because you're always in the host and in the, in the pre-production and and then the, uh, po- you're in that chair and i'm sitting here like yo i'm getting ready for me i need to relax i'm not putting on the production this is you guys the show so i just got up and just got my charger so i could smoke weed so that's I mean, y'all continue go ahead uh, thank and you. i remember i, I, I appreciate that sir thank and you I you're welcome I thank you so. Well, anyway, what I was saying was, so we're eating these beans, right? Nothing's happening. You know, whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden today, I got all this gas. So I'm at work, right? Now I want to ask y'all a question. All y'all. Well, he might get high. He might not hear this. But anyway, I'm going to ask y'all a question. Have you ever been at work and had gas and had to go and hide and hope your boss doesn't want you for anything? 
because if he if he comes to get you and he's like, "Yo, man, what's up?" He's gonna he's gonna smell all your business. Have you who, ever? Who been? wants to go first? <laughs> who wants to go first? Well, well, I just me. let it rip. Fuck it. Because well, I mean, in my situation, I had a little bit of an area, so I could go run away from my partner and pretend like I'm doing something and let one go. Never doing that again. You're gonna get this good wind. Right. I, I I find it that it does at our at our age, and again, I just said black gym excellence, you know, but we can't afford to be holding gas, guys. Yeah, yeah that could it. do some yeah, that, that could do some irreparable damage. So the boss bang and everybody that's within the radius is just gonna have to catch it. I ain't holding it. I never <laughs> met a human that didn't blow wind. So what we embarrassed for? We all fought us. Yeah, you ever met not holding it. Fight? I never <laughs> met a girl like with your lady, and you just meet her, and she don't want to fight. You like just yeah. play the fuck. Like, what are we doing, <laughs> bro? Next Man. time this comes up, you can do the squeezer so that he don't hear it. But you, you gotta, you gotta, this. You gotta just, you I know it was called a squeezer, mom. Called the squeezer. <laughs> All I can see is is this right here. I'm just looking like this. Uh, squeeze <laughs> I had to put it out there, man. So, so today Ruben, was what is your flatulent solution, Ruben? Yeah. Oh man, you think I can? <laughs> it happens, bro. So if you're working, so if you have to go to a store and you're in the store, you just let it go. So what I do try to do is go into a corner where nobody's at, do that walk around looking, drop one, and then keep going back. But you know it follows you. So I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it, you don't want to get. Sometimes you don't want to hit them with the full, but you know if you don't like them, <laughs> bro, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be Hiroshima up in that piece, man. He said Hiroshima. Yeah. I mean, Mo, Mo B told Mo B that we hiding farts, man. They, we too old for hiding farts, man. I agree. They know everybody. They, yeah, I yeah I they, agree. Know. <laughs> they know. They know. You try to hide it, people are gonna smell it anyway. I'm just saying. They know it's us. <laughs> Yeah, but that's I'm not why trying... when you do it, you just look at him and go. <laughs> but sometimes I'm not trying to get people to full effect because if I don't like you, yeah, you just getting that. But if you cool, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that we cool. You you might get a glass and blow. I mean, but there's you know. no such thing. You can't you can't attenuate a fart or just kind of back off one. It's a fart, bro. It's gonna sneak or it's not. But you know, yeah, discretion yeah. is the key with everything we do. We uh, we are going to be discreet in everything, so that you know we don't embarrass ourselves, we don't embarrass other folks, and it's the same with flatulence. Put you the know, comment on there, man. <laughs> I like the idea of just kind of move off to the side a little bit, and, you know, be a squeezer. We don't have to talk about it, you know. We don't have to make it weird, you know, unless they ask me. Marcus, was that you? Then I gotta go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or, or you could just yell "Black Magic Release." Black Morticia <laughs> Adams. That was classic. I just yell "Black Magic Release." Everyone I just, uh, I'm, I'm fitting to put a hashtag for my sharing of this podcast as uh, farting already. <laughs> hey man. What, no, what, what, what did you What did you say? What What did you say it was, Mark? It was called a when your when your sphincter is tight. Squeezers. Squeezers. Squeezers, hashtag squeezers. Thank you. Um, appreciate it. You, you continue. <laughs> All right. 
Awesome. Thank you, AG. Mo B. Hey, man. I do. I, as I, I'll, I'll quote you and say, I do what I can. Hey, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Mo B, man, what's been going on, sir? Hey, man, ain't nothing going on, man. Just a little flatulence, apparently. That's that's what you're talking about right now. Hey, <laughs> gas happen to everyone, baby. Like, gas happen to everyone. Luckily, we in the luxury, me and you, Ruben. Like, honestly, if I want to rip one, I just walk outside, rip one, come back in. Hey, why you go outside? Hey, look, man, I was trying to be courteous to you. Next time, I'll just drop this stink bomb right here. Okay. When I just walk outside, <laughs> look, man, I was trying to be courteous to you. Next time, I'll just drop this stink bomb right here. So we're gonna be feedback looping this whole time, right? Ah, uh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 I hate to be the uh, bearer of bad. I think I'm the guilty party because I'm trying to promote you, you all show, and as I'm switching stuff underneath here, the volume on the uh, the stream is going up and down. So. My apologies, I, that, but charge it to me trying to say, "Hey, check check my guys out." So I won't do it no more. I promise. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna edit a thing, sir. That's why. This is gonna Let be great. I'm scared to touch. I'm scared to touch anything else on my desk right now. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do it. Oh, I just thought you're gonna go back in your magic bag. Again, you know, I, can do that. I know how to mute it now. I, I you know, I'll, I'll mute my board next time. <laughs> just like flashes, gotta let it go. Yeah. All right, balls deep now. Nah, 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 nah. We're not gonna do that. Uh, well, I mean, I guess a little bit. So they snuck. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. They snuck on passes, gentlemen. Um, they basically created a law that says that any type of um, erotic images, you have to have an age verification for the state of Virginia. Now, once again, nobody really heard about this. Who cared anyway? Until like J- July 1st, when nobody couldn't get on Pornhub no more in the state of Virginia. And, you know, they were talking about it in June, which and we kind of talked about, it, like I said, a couple weeks ago, how if you go to Pornhub, they had uh, adult film star literally talking to you in a video about politics. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so now you go to it and you live in the state of Virginia. Same woman. Now it's just a black screen, some words and, you know, once again, an adult film star talking to you about politics. Which, to be perfectly honest with you, never thought I'd ever see that. So, you know, there are a couple other states like Mississippi who also have these age verifications, and I believe Louisiana as well. So we, I wanted to get in a little bit more depth about it because, as I said then, like, I knew Pornhub was down, but that's not something you really like. Yo, man, you hear Pornhub is down? You don't really talk about that because then people make thoughts about you or whatever, whether you care or not. But then I had people from different sections of my life asking me about it. And I, first of all, I was kind of almost a little offended. Like, why are you asking me? But the other thing was, you know, it was just amazing the different type of people who asked me about the Pornhub situation as if I knew or I didn't know. Um, so I wanted to get into a little bit deeper conversation about this. 
And yeah, I, I guess you can go a little balls deep on this, um, AG. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, man, this I I feel like this is the beginning of everything else. Because Lord knows if they could take if they could take your free pornographic pictures from you, what's next? So, AG, what 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 are your thoughts on it? Now we had a couple weeks to think about it a little bit more. No, my thoughts haven't changed. This is a, this is, as Moby says, I respect the hustle here because it's it's brilliant what they've done because they've taken something that is shameful. Most people feel shame. No one's gonna just you, you know randomly tell you, yeah, I watch porn. They're not gonna tell you that. And everybody watches. Or well, I shouldn't say that. Many people watch porn. You don't have to be addicted, but many people watch it. So they've taken that and the shame that goes with it, and they've built legislation. And who's going to defend it? You're going to see some protesters outside the Capitol in Richmond talk about why are you taking a why you you know why are you taking away my freedom to watch porn? Even though you know you couldn't, you probably couldn't see the parking lot with how many people that would show up if they were going to protest. But they're not going to do that. And the other thing, too, they didn't make a big deal about it. All the things that they make a big deal about, especially the right with anything um, Christian-related or religiously related, they they make a big stink about it. It's on CNN. It's on Fox, especially. It's everywhere. You always know why they're mad. But this time they try, they, they, they're going to be clandestine about it? Are you for real? Well, you can't yell and scream about it if you really want to get something diabolical done. And this is what they've done in a way in which opens up a easy way to control people. It's just like when Roe versus Wade fell. That is the crown jewel. So now that we saw we can do this, certainly we can do everything else. That is the gateway ruling. Well, the same thing here. If we can control people's porn, they don't really want to control your porn as much as they want legislations that allows them to control everything in, in your life. And this is the start of it, as far as I'm concerned. Like I said, the idea that a group of people that yell and scream about everything decided to just chill and let this ride, that was brilliant. That was genius to me because I didn't know about it until you said it. And I'm sitting here going, are you for real right now? But by then it was too late. And now you have a porn star, you know, you know, in a political arena. But is it really political? Well, they're trying to save their business. That's what that is all about. And they're trying to help you understand that they're trying to take control of your life. They're just doing something that you can't defend because you don't want the shame that goes with it. That's what that is. As far as I'm concerned, that's what that is. It's perfect. It's a it's built in defense from shame. So that's what I think about it. My thoughts have not changed. This is this is going to be bigger than it is. And it's not going to be about porn because it's not about porn now. But this is going to be this could be if they wanted it to be, which I think they do. This down the road is going to be that turning point or that apex where it's like, yep, that was the moment. That was the moment. So that's what I think about all this. All right, Marcus J., what you think? You know, 
a story about porn will turn me off instantly. I, I'll just be I'll just be frank because I don't care for it. I don't pay much attention to it. It's just not my thing. Uh, when I initially saw the age limit, I'm thinking, well, shouldn't there be one anyway? You know, that was kind of what my first thought was, you know, for something of that manner. Um, as far as the legislation, you know, as I'm sitting there and I'm listening to, you know, the brother, you know, analyze the situation. I'm like, man, it can be a bigger situation. You know, the other, the flip side of it is, you know, we're taking it away from porn, for example, we're talking about laws and we're talking about all this stuff. We spend a lot of time taking rights away. Like taking rights away. I, you, the women don't have the right to have an abortion anymore. You don't have the right to do this and that. And I'm curious to know where does it end? And I think we know where it ends because they want to make America great again. You know what I'm saying? Great for who? So, you know, that, that that's what I say. I know I steered away from the porn a, uh, aspect of it. That's not really kind of what I know much about. Yeah, but great for who? Kind of so my thought is holistically all right appreciate you moby what's on your thoughts man what, what do you think about i mean i'm kind of lazy my, my thoughts didn't really change much but as he was talking about you know you didn't see all those political rallies man did we miss some catchy political rally catchphrases that we could have got we could have got all types of catchy ones in virginia seven cities fights for the titties 804 for porno like bro we could have had some great rallying cries like <laughs> seven cities fights for the titties yeah. wow. we could have had some great rallying cries but i mean look when you read the article the dangerous part is like in louisiana where they have the age verification thing which is taking a picture of your license and everything and then they say hey well don't worry nobody will have access to your information Excuse me, banks have been hacked for people's personal information. Hospitals have been hacked. So now I'm supposed to think that this porno verification thing is going to be safe for my information? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because because some production company that makes adult-rated films, I'm sure, I'm sure the state is really really safeguarding our IDs with that. Come on, man. Like and and like Marcus said, like honestly, it's funny you should say, Ruben, that you had friends talk to you about it because to this day, you're still the only person that ever told me about the porn thing. But I think it also goes back to what AG said. Like, porn is like one of those things that even if people, everybody watches, even if everybody has watched it, ain't nobody about to come gather around the water cooler and be like, hey, man, you know this nice scene I saw on this porn site? Bro, you got to check this one out. Like, nobody talks like that. So they knew they could slide this one by. And just and just like AG said, like the and, and Mark, you asked where the end point is. You're right. The end point is let's see how many rights we can take from people. Now I'm with you. Like I, I always thought, like, well, it's a safe thing to say. Well, there should be age restrictions on porn sites. That's a safe thing to say. But that would make mean that I actually believe that the people that made this rule, that was sincerely their motivation, which I do not. I do not think that was sincerely their motivation. I just think that is the one thing that how you gonna argue against it? How you gonna go and be like, hey man, why are you making me check ID? And they'd be like, Well, do you think minors should be have access to porn? And nobody's response is gonna be, Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna be like, Yeah, you know, you should. So it's it's a safe way to open that gateway. That's that's all it is. It's, it's just stripping rights, stripping rights. 
You start you start with the easy ones and they just build momentum and they can, you know, when you put the whole we're trying to protect our children thing in the front of what you do, you can get away with doing a lot of foul shit on the back end. Yep. Jay Grizzy. Come on. I Politics. <laughs> Politics and porn. Politics and porn. Look. They the same thing. What, let's, yeah, no, they the same thing. Let's think about it. What is it that about pornography or the uh how can I say the gratuity? I think the gratuity might be an issue. Nothing wrong with uh, having children or people age verified. I have no problem with it. But to mix politics and adult material is almost it's what we've been seeing lately, especially with that side of the aisle is projection. Like whatever you see the right or the Republicans or the, some holy roller try to put out to the masses is because they project in their lives or they don't want children watching porn because nine times out of ten their children probably are watching their porn you know what i'm saying and it's just hypocritical i don't think it's a big deal as far as you know i'm nobody i mean i'm not ashamed to say I, i watch a lot of pornography you know and um i think i've turned out to be what some marcus might have something different to say about that but i think i turned out fine matter of fact i think i watched a poem with marcus haven't i never (laughs) 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 you know but on a serious note um yeah like really can we find something else to try to morale try try to pass morality laws i mean the cat was let out the bag i think in the 70s on a free speech issue where porn was pretty much made legal and ever since then so we got 50 55 years of you know indecency laws being rolled back so you get what you pay for and and that's where we are but you, you can't pull you can't put the uh cat back in you can't put the rabbit back in the hat now that it's out, if it's out there, people are going to find a way to get it. When you prohibit, what's the word? Help me. Prohibit. prohibit. Yeah. When you prohibit, especially human behavior, at least through my study of history, humans always find a way to get around it. And even when they, and then when they do get around it, they go overboard. So to try to ban that now, you got to find something else that young people are going to try to get into. So you know, I just say live and let live, and uh, porn is uh, good for adults 18 and over. Awesome. Yeah, you know, it's cool that we got a whole bunch of different sides on this, because I think the important part about this conversation is more or less, I, I think I think Marcus says it, right? The porn thing is a porn thing, but that's not the important thing, which I believe everybody else stressed upon, that, hey man, this is the gateway to everything else. And we just got to make sure whether this is right, wrong, or indifferent. We just need to make sure as constituents of our governments that we need to watch out what's what's going on up there. We need to pay a little bit more attention because this can be spinned into, well, today we're going to take your port away from you. Tomorrow we're going to take your ability to be outside after 9 o'clock. You know, it's stuff like that. And I know that's a huge, like, jump. But, man, 
I mean, you got Jason Aldean singing tracks and putting up places where people used to get lynched at, and you got a whole bunch of all these other people just like, you know, we're not gonna, we're we're, we're not gonna let's drink Bud Lightning War because, um, you know, we don't like the person who's the spokesperson, whatever this crazy shit's going on now. And I mean, at this point in time, I think somebody has said this before. Hey, man, back in the day, people used to hide. They ain't hiding too much anymore. And we just got to make sure. And I don't think it's a black or white situation. I think it's a people situation. Before you turn around, I mean, DeSantis is going to be president of the United States. And God bless everything if that happens. Think about it. You have two octogenarians. One is already the president. Another one's fitting if he's if he ain't locked up or whatever. But you got certain general. I think we need a change in leadership. I saw uh, news today about this organization that's trying to recruit uh, young people under fifty years old to get involved in politics. Because honestly, I got kids. I know Marcus has kids. And, and the audience, your children could give two kumquat. My kids are not political. They don't pay attention to nothing that's going on other than what I instill in them or what's on their TikTok and their timelines, you know. And so you don't want young people checking out on politics and civics, because if you do, you get these guys, these old people trying to tell you you can't jerk off to a good porn, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think, I feel like, you know, there are some younger people who are in politics now. I don't know if they're just waiting their turn or whatever. Um, I I think that's there. They're young people in politics, but the problem is there aren't enough young people that pay attention to politics. So although they're young people they're always young people trying to get in politics the people that they have to have the most political influence on aren't the younger people it's the older people and stuff legislation like this is a distraction and that's why i said if if i felt like they were sincerely trying to do something that had a moral compass which you're already getting into a gray area when you want to imply your morals on somebody else but it's a distraction like every time we have a whole bunch of major things going on we start to get closer to campaign races both sides pick distractions to really take away from actual policies that affect the majority of people like the abortion issue will come up um now we have the porno issue will come up like there will always be an issue then i'm not saying that these issues don't have importance but what i'm saying is the overall picture of politics that's not like you got people out here who can't afford to buy groceries because of inflation. You got the housing market crisis where they aren't enough low income housing for the people they have. We have gentrica- gentrification happening in all these downtown areas. COVID put so many people working from home that downtown cities nationwide are dying because most of the downtown bu- buildings were corporations where people worked in. Now they don't work in. We've got so many other major issues that affect more people. But every time you turn on the news, it's a distraction story. It's abortion. I got. It's the Trump. I got a question to the panel. Why did? What the, and the, I think Rube said he wanted to dig deeper into this. 
why, and this is something that I've been asking myself, Outside, and then when I answer it, I come back to fear and, and fear-mongering, but why is, is that side of the aisle going so hard on, 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 on stuff that the people don't want using abortion, using this law Virginia passed or I, I didn't care. I could care less about that law. I wasn't even, and I pay attention. I'm up to date on a lot of stuff, but I asked you guys, why do you think the other side of that aisle politically is pushing so hard when it's obvious that the populace, whether it's the young people who don't get out and pay attention and vote or the people that put money behind political campaigns, why are they going so hard? Like this is their last hurrah before they check out. You know what I would say to that, Grizz? I, I would yeah. say if you look at abortion and uh, uh, affirmative action, for example, those are the two biggest ones recently. It's about mm -hmm. the game and it's about the playbook that you play from. You know what I'm saying? If you ask a lot of those people on the individual level, I have a hard time believing that they believe the bullshit that they tout. You know, it's blood or cut. You got to pick a side. It's a popularity competition. It always has been. You know what I'm saying? So I think we have to be mindful of that. I, I, I will say this about the political landscape as far as how I view it. You know, we're all generally around about the same age, you know, the 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 curtain got pulled for me you know when it was al gore and the first you know the second george bush when we saw the funny business go down and the supreme court selected not elected but selected a president for us you know what i'm saying we go through the period now with as you stated the octogenarians that are leading our country you mean to tell me knowing what you know and seeing what you've seen you still looking at Donald Trump as a viable option to lead our country. When we heard the words he said on January 6th and we saw the actions that came about and everything that comes with him and we still got 30, 40% of the country that's rocking with him. This is, this yo, this kayfabe, man. We all wrestling fans, you know what I said. This kayfabe, it's all a game. Brother, brother, this, brother, brother, brother. And young folks, Ain't trying to be down because they see it for the bullshit that it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna vote, we're gonna do the things that we were taught and we were raised as Gen X middle-aged people. We're gonna do the same thing, but we learned back in 2000 that this is all bullshit. Period. Yeah, to, to piggyback all on smoke that, and mirrors. <laughs> to piggyback on that, Jay, like you say, why why do they rise so hard for? Um mm -hmm the electoral college and broke white people and, and i say yeah, that they scared <laughs> it's, it's the electoral college and broke white people like in the major population metropolitan areas the republicans have no chance because you because those areas don't care about the same thing but if you go into the midwest the rural areas these are the places where religion rules all so if you if you can jump on the morale issue fine and then affirmative action, oh, they ride with you even more because the one thing broke white people can't stand is the idea that maybe a black person might get an advantage or something they see as an advantage, which is affirmative action. So if you can convince broke white people that minorities are taking from you and they, they're disrespecting your God, 
they're gonna ride for you hard. That's why so many people are still on the Trump bandwagon because they say, Well, he speaks for us, even though this dude has no Christian moral values, and he could care less about those broke white people, they're just pawns that keep him protected as the king on the chessboard. But mm-hmm. as long as long as the electoral college exists and there are broke white people that exist, you gotta give them a common enemy, and it's all things brown and anything that attacks their white Jesus. I love that point. No, that not made. Jesus. Lord, I, I gotta leave the podcast. Y'all it talk about my white Jesus. I can't it, let that happen. It, it reminds me of a story we did on Ain't No House Step Marcus J way back in the early days, Ruben, when we were talking about Barack Obama running for his second term. And you did the study for where the education levels were in the electorate. I'm not gonna steal your thunder. I'd like to hear you. Tell your listeners a little bit about where I'm going with that. So um, I don't remember the exact numbers, but on Barack Obama's second term, I found uh, a chart basically based on voting, based on the um, amount of education. And so the majority of people who voted for Barack Obama or who, you know, in the last election, were people who had at least some college education. Um, those who did not graduate from high school or had a below like um, 10th grade education, they pretty much rode for the Republican. I can't remember who it was. It was Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney at the time. So like, of course, the South got a lot of votes, you know, for the Republican side and the Midwest as well, but the populaces with, you know, more educated people up north, you know, the California, West Coast area, that sort of thing, they voted more on the Democratic side, more so because of the, I mean, they understand what people are talking about. Because, I mean, like Moby said, you know, a lot of a lot of people are just like, you know, they took our jobs. And Lord knows, for some people, that's all you got to say. They took my job, and they're just going to ride for you, whatever. But that's pretty much what it came out to be. Um, that's also why they ride so hard on immigration, too. Because yeah. it's another form of brown people supposedly taking their jobs. Which is crazy, because like they don't want to do those jobs that they do. So they make- willing, So in essence, they're willing to cut, what is it? Help me with the phrase. Cut their something to spite their face. Cut their nose off. That's what it sounds like because it's self-defeatist. If you think you're going to out make babies more than what I can make or something. I mean, like, if you think you're going to out do injustice, you're going to outdo, you're going to outlive or you can out legislate uh, or take out democracy or you can take out uh, social justice these are things that, as a thinking person, take out the race part, take out the ec- social economic part. But just as a thinking person, if I foreshadow, I'm like saying to myself, like, that's not better. That's not going to help y'all for believing them, thinking we coming for y'all stuff. It's just it's not beneficial to y'all. But they like we'll kill. We'll just fall off the fucking cliff right along with them, <laughs> right? 
Well, well, you said not taking socioeconomics out, and that's you, you have to keep socioeconomics in because the people who are riding so hard for these policies, who want these broke white people to feel like the minorities and the immigrants are taking all their jobs, they're good either way. They just need to stay right. in a position of power so they could care less how much this damages the infrastructure of the working class because they're just continuing to make the wealth gap grow. And they're on the right side of the wealth gap, so they could care less. That's why when the Midwest and all the broke people vote for Donald Trump, it's like, why are you voting for somebody who give two shits about you? Because as long as he's up here and you're down here, you mean nothing to him. He just needs you to keep him in power. That's it. Yeah. But I guess that's what the just, I just think is I just think it's ridiculous. And I, I look at I, I already as a black man looked at you know, the politics of the country as I got older with the side eye. But now it's like, as soon as you just, it's, it's, it's so polarized now. And I think, I think Mark one time, I don't know if he was, if you remember this, we were outside of Legacy Internet Radio and this was just after the election and two young Caucasian, and the election was, this is the night that Hillary and people were in the, in the uh, audience crying. And my my son's coming downstairs the next day saying, if somebody says, if a white boy says something to, to me at school, what should I, you know, I'm a molly wobble. You know, this is like right in that that vein, right? And I just came out to the two young white men and said, who'd y'all vote for? I mean, I don't know them from a can of paint. They could have, you know, maybe because I did it because I know we live in a liberal town and nine times out of 10, if they're where we are, they didn't vote for the other side, but I was just like, how? And then I went to the to my corporate job the next day and saw the faces. I had to look at these people who I spend forty hours plus more of a week with, and say, "Oh, that's how you rocking," and you don't claim it. I remember in '08 and '12 when. I voted twice for Barack Hussein Obama. I went into those corporate settings and those social settings, and I was proud that I made that vote. I let it be known, you know, and I saw everybody's faces, you know, some people's faces just are uh, neutral. They're just like, all right, y'all got that one. Okay, just wait. We're going to hold uh, This is what the white, right Christian said after Barack Obama won twice. Hold my fucking beer. PG? Everything y'all said I agree with. Because it's all true. I mean, there are different perspectives, but everything y'all said is true. It, it leads back to the same place. So, and, and especially when you said hold my beer. We still paying for that. Those eight years, we're going to be paying mm -hmm. for that for a minute. Yep. Because if there is no Barack Obama, there is no Donald Trump. I, I firmly believe that. Yep. But that black tax will never go away, especially for that. Awesome. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Definitely. Very good conversation. It's nothing, nothing good but having five black dudes on a podcast talk about some shit that's important. And not hey talk man, about we that great shit. We went from porn to deep <laughs> political discussion. That's depth. <laughs> that's I mean, that's what we do. I said balls that's deep, balls gentlemen. Deep. <laughs> Y'all shouldn't let me y'all shouldn't have let me get to my weed pen because 
I, I, I've been known to my my folks on my podcast say I do a squirrel, meaning I didn't know what that meant. But Mark, you want to explain? We're in a squirrel moment now. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Where we way, going with this? You said balls deep. You said balls deep before you got high, sir. <laughs> That's true. Balls deep. How y'all That's doing? True. We're about to go balls deep. That's almost a quote. Yeah, in essence, that means that Ruben, you took a chance. You knew very well when inviting me here what it might turn into, and it took us to go from porn. To a heavy conversation in politics. All the politics. I appreciate that because usually I'm the one that they say takes it to random places. So I'm glad I'm glad I didn't have to do that. <laughs> With pleasure. Right. I'll drink to that. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So my five time. All right. Now, you know, just a reminder, the my five is simply a discussion, well, not really a discussion, a list of your five things. And this week, it is your bucket list. And I reached out to everybody, give me five items on your bucket list. You still got left to do before it's time for you to make that trip. So, Jay, let's start with you. What's on your bucket list, my friend? Off the top of my head, I'm going to do, I'm going to say this. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl, 50-yard line, box seats. That would be on the bucket list. Um, I would like to travel to Africa. That's on my bucket list. Because uh, my bucket list now would be different than my bucket list five or ten years ago. So, um, Next on the bucket list is... Uh, a great sexual session with some of the baddest women that are celebrities that come up on my timeline. That would be a bucket list uh, before I check out and my wife approves. Uh, that's three or four. That's I mean, three. I, f- I feel like the wife approving counts as an extra one. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she would have to definitely co-sign that for that to happen. And then the last bucket list. Oh, wow. I think I would. I would want to be able to get an hour of stand up. Record or put out an hour of just me killing on stage. If I could possibly ever get to killing. But, you know, that would be a bucket list. Being on 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 a good. I take that back. Being on a good comedy stand-up lineup where I could get 30 minutes to an hour to do my set. So, that's it. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Sorry about that. I got some stuff going on over here. Alright, AG. Top five, sir. You gotta make it to Europe, man. Okay. That's, that's first. I mean, they just made it harder because now you gotta have a visa to go over there, and including a passport. A what? You gotta have a visa. For what? I don't know why they made the rule, man, but that's the rule now. You got to have a passport and a visa uh, to travel to Europe. Yeah. Okay. I want to, and genre doesn't matter. Musical genre doesn't matter, but I want to put together the perfect mix where everything is where it's supposed to be. You can hear everything. Everything is where it's just 
perfect mix. Race a car, own a Corvette, and and you stole one from me, Jay Grizz. I want to see the Cowboys in Dallas. Yeah. All right, Marcus J. What's left on your bucket list, sir? I got a few things. Uh, I got obviously more than five, but I'll share the ones that are uh, most prominent in my in my feelings right now. Uh, I would love to be be present in Madison Square Garden for Game Seven of the NBA Finals, where the New York Knicks win. It'd be the first time in my life, and I'm absolutely not responsible for whatever emotion will come out of me if that were to happen. Uh, I want to go on a cruise around the Mediterranean Sea. That would be the Middle East. That would be North Africa. That would be the southern portions of Europe and just expect to be gone for like a month or so. Um, I'm probably never going to actually do that, but it is something that I thought of about doing one day uh i would like to be at minimum 81 years old because that's how my father is right now and i also want to be present at my grandchild who's at least a few years hopefully away from even being born i want to be at their graduation for high school uh and then lastly i want to have uh, a cipher uh around the table where we're going to drink some beer smoke some weed eat some food and chill out. Uh, and around that table, I want iced tea. I want Barack Obama. I want Janelle Monet, And I want, um, what's his name? Denzel Washington. That's who I want. Janelle Monet. I want there because she's fine as hell. And I just like looking at her. Oh, yeah, so I agree. I mean, that's important. That, that That's, well, you, you took the words right out of my mouth, Marcus. I mean, I ain't mad at that at all. I mean, she and she likes to smoke. Right. And she want to smoke. <laughs> and so does Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, I thought about that. I when he, when I was listening to the I, five, I, I, I said, oh, that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Moby. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, Well, I want to go to the place where it all started. Anchorage, Alaska. I just want to see where I was born because I ain't never been back since. Oh, so, I you know thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> oh my talking. God. Dale, what the fuck in Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> Dale. I thought you were tossing. I thought you were tossing. I bet that you tried to drop some trivia on us. Uh, yeah, I say what? That nigga nah, Africa. Uh, I thought he was gonna say Africa. Nigga <laughs> say Alaska. Hey, it started all started for me in Anchorage, Alaska. So I want I want to go back to Anchorage, Alaska. I mean, ideally, I want to go on my birthday. Like I want to celebrate like one of my birthdays at the place where I was actually born. You want to go there when it's day or night? I mean, in May it's gonna be day most of the time. It's gonna be daytime most of the time anyway. Okay. <laughs> You know, yeah. as, as baby face. It's only one occasion in Anchorage, brother. It's either day or night. <laughs> uh, um, we, we can never use that joke too much. Hey, look, never. I feel so sad as a fan because, like, y'all had bucket list items in your fandom that were, like, up here, like you said, game seven, you said Super Bowl. I'm like, yo, as a Raiders fan, I just want to see my team in the playoffs win. 
Mm, That's what, like, I, yo, <laughs> get to the playoffs and win a game. Yo. <laughs> Y'all did win a game when Rich Gannon was the quarterback. Bruh, I was in college when that happened, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah. Like, so, so, like, you know, that there's my fandom, like, but I just, I got reasonable expectations. I don't want to say nothing like the Super Bowl or nothing because that shit might never happen. With that well, organization, actually, it's so. happened twice already, so you can't never say never. Yeah, and the last time it happened was about four months before I was born. So in my lifetimes, never happened. If it didn't happen. If I ain't see it, didn't happen. Same high, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Same with me. If I ain't see it, it didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> I mean, as, as, a, as a fan, high, it didn't bro. happen. That's the market, look, look. As a Knicks fan, like you said, you just want to see them win, and you don't know how you feel. That's the only way you get it. So, so if the Raiders, if, yeah, if the Raiders win the Super Bowl, I don't know how ignorant I'm gonna be up here oh. acting, man. I will be insufferable for about a month. How petty will you be if the Raiders win a championship? Next level petty, man. Next, Driving backwards through Wendy's petty. Next level petty, like Kyle Petty, Richard Petty, all of them road petty. <laughs> petty coach. Yeah, that's all some that. petty shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will be Nissan Skyline, driver side on the right side, backing through a Wendy's drive through That's how petty I'll be. <laughs> Damn. Well, what um, do you know about that? Uh, fuck you. It never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you, get a, you get a new owner for your team and you act brand fucking new. No, 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 I, have <laughs> I have not. I just said that. Yeah. Boy, that saved that fucking franchise. Just imagine if they didn't get a buy. <laughs> you have to be stuck with Snyder for like another decade for his old ass dial for some. I'm packing my bowl, guys. Go ahead. So my next bucket item list would be um, I want a bowl in a PBA tournament. I know that sounds like really weird. No, nah, you're good. God, damn, nigga, you smoke it? Good. I just want to bowl in the PBA tournament, man. I actually not even bowl in it because I can bowl in one now. I want to qualify to the match play. That's it. I, what, I, what, does that mean? what does that mean? So hundreds of people in the tournaments, and okay. then like the top fifty make it to the next day, and that's when you go one on one, and they get it down to five or six, and those are the people you see on TV. Oh, that's how. That I just want to. I just want to make the cut. I don't give a fuck about being on TV. I just want to make the cut. And, and hey, Mom, Mom B, I got a question better. for you. I got a question for you. All right. Who could you take Chris Paul? Because he, he, I think Chris Paul like a 260, 270 bowler. No, he's bold at 260, 270. He ain't 260. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I think I could take Chris Paul. I think I'd take Chris Shit, Paul. Shit, that man got talent. Give him a round of applause. Yeah, you need I, to drop for that. I, I, I think I, I think I could take Chris Paul. Now, because he's an athlete and has an abundance more free time than me, I'm pretty uh, sure he's got way more time to practice than me. But if you said, hey, you're going to bowl Chris Paul in three months and you just let me practice, yeah, I, I take him. I, I've seen him bowl. I've, I've seen his work. Not impressed. Oh, damn. That's a, that's a, sh- that's a, uh, <laughs> that's a clip right there. That's a clip right there for you, bro. That, and pl- and plus, if, 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 if he handles pressure like he does in the NBA, all I got to do is put a little heat on him. He going to fold or pull a hammer. Oh, he going to fold or pull a hammer. Fair right, enough. Come on, Strong takes here. Five minutes. He didn't give you no warning on that one. 
That's right. Black Morticia right Adams. There. I just want you to know, Ruben, the fact that you put that up there. <laughs> that's some hating ass shit you just did right there, Ruben. You, you, you're a diabolical hater for that. One. He claimed he claimed to be your boy. Do you like that? That's so bloody, man. It really was. Yeah, but, that is. But, Marcus, you actually took one of mine. Like, I wanted to do a cruise around the Mediterranean too. Like, that's that's always been like a, a, a item, and I'm kind of with you. I don't know if I'll ever do it because the way I'd want to do it is a balling out of control way to do it. Because like that ain't something you could do on a budget. I want a ball. Man, something tells me if you're allowed to do that, yep. you come back in the body bags. Right? Same reason. Same reason. We are the same. Because you can't you, you can't do that as a budget. Like you got to go out there, diddy ball, and just. <laughs> Throwing money off the boat. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> take that, take that. And the last, what well, my last one is, I just want to write a book. Um, I've been getting hounded by people. Ruben was one of them as well. Like, just writing a book of stories. And I already got the concept for the book. I just ain't got the energy and motivation to complete it. And I'm hoping. Um, to get that, but I just want to do a compilation of short stories. Some of them will be true, some of them won't, and I'll never divulge which ones are true and which ones aren't. But um, I feel like the best ones would be the true ones because <laughs> uh, I, I do have my fair share of crazy stories. Ruben may have been present for a few of them. Yeah, I want you to tell those. Those are hilarious. But yeah, I, I do want to write a book, and I'm I'm gonna get there. That that's a bucket item list. I know I'm going. I am going to do eventually. Awesome, good stuff, good stuff. So I guess I'll end off this my five, um, my bucket list. I still, I almost crossed it off. I still want to go out the country. I almost did it this summer, and them damn wildfires kept me from going. Canadian smoked you out, boy. They smoked you out. Canadian got my ass. Oh my <laughs> That's why they but smoked I'm, you out because you kept calling them Canadian. But I'm gonna get there, damn it. I'm gonna get there. Um, hey, I know this sounds real pedestrian and stuff, but I really want to learn how to swim. That was my honorable uh, mention. I mean, you say that's pedestrian, but like I hope y'all wait a minute. Y'all mean to tell me y'all perpetrating. This myth that black people don't like water swimming, and y'all, y'all, black Gen Xers. I know how to swim. I'm just who, who else, who else co-signed Ruben saying he don't know how to swim? I mean, I who know else I, don't know how to swim? I don't. Like, that's why I said it's not pedestrian. A lot of people, actually, a lot of people don't know how to swim. I, I will tell you this about that. Right, I went on a family vacation, um, and we made a joke about how. Uh, they say 30% of black people know how to swim, right? <laughs> the family vacation. It was 10 of us on this family vacation. And true to form, of that 10 of us, only three of us knew how to swim. Damn. And it was it was a thing where we saw the stat, we laughed about it. Then we looked up and saw that we were the embodiment of that stat. Hashtag nigga swell. I know how to swim. My daughter knows how to swim. But I said we should know how to swim. And Rude, hey, man, I, I support it, man. Go, go, on, go on to the Y <laughs> and, and, and get one of them people to teach you how to swim. Yeah, get a little arm floating. Well, I, shit. I mean, look, the swim lessons I mean, are free. I mean, I was eight, but I still learned that the why. <laughs> well, the, 
the fun part about that is I did know how to swim, and then yeah. I almost drowned twice. And you forget a whole bunch of shit when you almost drown twice. So Nick, you almost I mean, died. How do you almost, forget? Yeah, I'm I, like, hold on, this thing almost I, died. Hold on, hold on. I feel like that's more of a reason to re- fucking remember. No, that's more of a reason <laughs> not to remember. <laughs> <laughs> What you more, fell into the you fell into the deep end? What happened? Oh no, no. You live this shit. I, it's your pod, but I'm I just mean, saying. I, I was venturing too close to the deep end and bloop. And I freaked the fuck out. And I got saved, but I freaked the fuck out. How did, well, you how an did adult? you forget how to swim though? How do you forget how to swim? I, it was more yeah. the mental not wanting to be in a position to swim. Like if my life depended on it, I'd probably go in the shot before I would swim. Okay. I, uh, okay. You know. Yeah, that would be on my bucket list too. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, you, you you need to learn how to do that before you can't get to the rest of your bucket list because your ass drowned. <laughs> 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 and there's the intro, y'all. <laughs> so, so really, my thing is, you know, I am, I I am really deathly afraid of large bodies of water. And because I can't swim, I can't go on a cruise, which is bucket list number three. I really would like to go on a cruise, but there is no way in hell I'm getting on a boat if I can't swim. That time out, happening. time out. So you mean to tell me one of your bucket list items is something that's <laughs> necessary for life so you could get to the rest of your bucket list items. Then you got another bucket list item that involves you doing another thing that you ain't learned from your bucket list items yet? <laughs> Hey, Ruben, let me let me let you in on a little secret. Here, <laughs> See now, I'm looking at you, Ruben. See, how I'm let looking at you. you in on, this is a little little secret. Just between us, right? You know, just between us. <laughs> no, the whole thing is watching Marcus. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Know how to swim. Ain't gonna help you on the cruise if it goes bad. I, That's I, true. I, that is that is true. But, but it's, the thing, right? <laughs> it's just loud. I would freak out trying to get on the boat because I don't like large bodies of water. Like honestly, there are some bridges that it is point and drive. The struggle is real. Forward huh? and drive. There's sometimes it's like that. But yeah, man, I, I I I'm not. That's not me. I'm not a water cat at all. Not even close. So yeah, that's get something I want to do. Get you get you a gummy and walk on that boat. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, nah. Um so um what is this? I've wrote it up here and I can't even read my own damn right. Learn how to read and write. Um <laughs> learn how to read and write. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. What is- yeah, I don't remember the rest of this. I, I I got scribbles up here. Um and know. you're sober. He said that you're sober. Yeah, just because I'm sober, that don't mean I can't write and scribble. My my, you look, man. I understand why they not teach a kids cursive, but damn, they should. I wish I would learn cursive correctly. I would not be scribbling. But yeah, that's mine right now. That's all I got right now. Um, so man, this is the part of the show where we kind of you know find out what's what's on our mind, and we'll start with our guest first. Marcus J, man, what's on your mind, brother? What's on your mind? Yeah. Well, a, a lot. Yeah. Um, I, 
I, I can, I'm not because uh, uh, I knew I was doing this. You are, but I'm not. Um, I tell you what's on my mind. Did y'all see Cardi B throw the microphone at the dude? Yeah, at the concert? I that. yeah. she looked great. She looked great doing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't care about you. Look, I'm talking about. Did you see her throw the mic at the dude? See. This was on my mind. I am glad you asked me this, right? This was on my mind. People take liberties when they really should get punched in the mouth and they get away with it because you can't just punch people in the mouth like you want to or like you perhaps could have years ago. Because, see, before we would fight with our hands and you get embarrassed and now you got to get shot. Now they got to shoot you. You know, it's, it's a whole different thing. That situation, you... <laughs> Come on, man. There are certain artists that I could see going in the crowd as opposed to just throwing something from the stage. So just how dare you think because you paid your little $50 for a ticket that you can come in here and throw something at me? Like, are you serious right now? That's crazy. And I, I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but the liberties that we take, that's what's on my mind. The liberties that we take uh, thinking that we can get away with stuff is not okay. It's really not okay. So that's, that's that's you know, off the top of my head, that's what was on my mind. Uh, I just think we should be nicer to each other, man. We don't spend a lot of time in that space. We don't spend a lot of time in kindness. You know, we trade off of nonsense and bullshit. You know, I just, I'm not in that vein. I never really was in that vein, but I'm really not in that vein anymore. You know, I kind of detached a little bit from social media and social justice just because people know, you know, we can go and we can scream and we can try to, you know, activate folks. And listen, that space is still necessary and there are other folks who will fill those voids. But for me, and I alluded to it in my you know, speaking pieces earlier, we can look at somebody like Donald Trump and the things he's done just since he's been in the national consciousness, because us folks with New York City roots, we already knew what it was with him. But ever since he didn't had national prominence and the things that he has gotten away with, it's, I, I, I don't have it no more, Ruben. I ain't got it no more. I'd be arguing with somebody that's going to sit there and give me any kind of reason that it would be a good idea to support this man, <laughs> you know, and people like him. That's what's on my mind. The absurdity of people spending so much time in partisan politics that they don't even pay attention to common sense and common decency anymore. We don't even, we don't even say good morning to each other. We just roll our eyes. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just bullshit to me how mean we've become. And so... I'm going to take a big fat one and I'm going to relax my, my mind and let my conscience be free and maybe put on some sounds of EPMD and I'm going to get on a yoga mat and I'm going to fly away, right? And I'm going to spend my time in self-care controlling that which I can control and leave the activism to the young folks. They better at it anyway. True that. That's what's on my mind. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Jay Grizzly Green, what's on your mind, brother? Well, thank you, uh, uh, Ruben. Great uh, take, uh, Mark. Um, 
lately for me, and I, I've been talking about this on my platform, is what is, is it a distraction? What is all of this AI, UFO, UAP stuff? Br all of this is breaking all at once. Or in, in, the, in the scheme of time, it's technology is going very, very, very fast. And people, the way that technology works is you gotta you gotta kind of bend it for whatever for for whatever you are in life or for whatever you think you're going to go in life. You can't be afraid of it because you can't. You're not gonna stop it. It's gonna steamroll you. You can imagine the first country farmer that saw Henry Ford's car coming down the road. He was like, what the fuck is that? You know, he's still riding his horse and buggy, but he didn't think or he didn't plan on cars coming. So what is this? Is it a distraction from something? One of my uh, co-hosts on my platform, on my podcast, he says, I asked him, I said, what in the hell is non-biological human discoveries? Because I'm thinking, you, I'm thinking something extraterrestrial. He say, man, that shit could be a turtle. That's non-biological human. You know, a non-human biologic, just some fancy words that they hitting you with smoke and mirrors. So, But at the same time, what's real, what's fake. I'm not going on a squirrel, ladies and gentlemen, just letting everybody know where my head is at right now. And I think, you know, one of the jobs, especially as a dad of three young black men i try to instill in them like you know just be real to people be honest use your common sense and be able to decipher real ones from fake ones it could be hard they're making it real hard these days bbls is real but they fake is fake too you know what i mean so that's where i'm at is this technology is going very fast i'm gonna stick with it but I also know I can't stay in it too long. Otherwise, I'm going to be taking the blue pill. Because I think the red pill was the good one. The blue pill was the bad one. All right. Appreciate you, Grizzy. AG, man, what's on your mind, bro? I'm not going to go deep this time. I'm going to keep it real simple. What has been on my mind most of the day, really, as far as the show goes, is I appreciate our guests being on. I was pretty excited about y'all being on. I appreciate y'all. Because y'all have your own content to make. And y'all took time out of your own schedule. Plus, you know, Marcus J is tomorrow. I don't know when Jay Grizz's show is, but you got to get up emotionally for your show tomorrow. So the idea that you took a couple, three hours to, you know, hang out with us or prepare to hang out with us or whatever it is. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Awesome. Appreciate awesome. You saying that. Thank you, bro. You're welcome. Mo B, what's on your mind, brother? Well, I definitely want to co-sign on what AG just said. I love, love having... Love having other people up here to um, mellow me out because apparently I'm the reason the show goes off the rails most of the time. So I, I appreciate it not being that Continue guy. Continue doing that, Mo. <laughs> I appreciate it not They've being been me tell that. Him that. Mark has been telling me that since 2011. Continue. We try to tell. Continue to do it. There's a lane for that too, but it is it works all all the way around. Go ahead. But I got two thoughts on mine. First of all. Um, Something popped up on CNN when I was watching saying that DeSantis poll numbers were falling in most of the country, but his popularity has never been higher in Florida, further making me feel like U.S. stops at Georgia 
Let's just get rid of that motherfucker, man. My hat says it. It says U.S. stops Georgia. I know you can't see it, but like, look, Florida is just a U.S. territory. Let's just cut them off. I'm, I'm still, I'm still feeling like we should just trade them for Puerto Rico because they want to be a part of this team, and Florida don't. So like, like, let's take the people that want to be a part of this team and let's ride with them and let Florida just be Florida. But um, what's really on my mind is I am one day away from beginning to do that thing that I love to hate, which is coach. Um, and when I say that thing, I love to hate. I love coaching. I, you know, football, it's going to be our first practice. You know, a lot of people from our team returning from the team that lost in the championship game. So we got a lot of hungry kids out there. But I also have to remind myself that they have fucking parents. And I don't like most of them. So like it's this it's this song and dance that I gotta do with myself while I'm here for the kids, but I'm not here for you know for mommy asking me why Timmy ain't playing, and I want to say because Timmy ain't good. Timmy's eighty pounds. Timmy don't pay attention. He's too busy trying to grab TJ on the booty during practice to learn what we're doing. So why would I put your kid out here? Uh, I just I'm hoping this year. <laughs> I'm hoping this year they have realistic expectations about their kid. Look, my child is one of the kids that plays. If my kid out there sucks or just wasn't paying attention, I promise you, I'm a realist. I ain't going to go up to no coach and be like, why my kid ain't playing, knowing damn well you know how athletic your kid is. Like, stop lying to yourself and saying that my kid could be the next great if he got good coaching. Because you know what LeBron James and all the people that make professional sports have in common? Fucking talent. Don't matter how hey, yo. talent. <laughs> you look, let hey, kids, yo, who you got? <laughs> let, let your kids take L's. Like, participation trophies have killed this generation like let your kid take their l's now because we got too many kids that don't take their first l until they're an adult and they don't know how to handle it by then like yo let your kid not be good let your kid have fun if your kid don't want to keep doing this let him go stop stop right. convincing yourself that the coaches are what's keeping hey, you so I guess the feedback means I need to stop talking on my rant. So yeah, um, <laughs> that's my bad, Mo. You was on the roll, bro. Yo, you was on the roll, bro. My bad. Yeah, they're staying. So, so what's what's on my mind is what's on my mind tonight is man. I just hope that we got a good crop of parents that understand that honestly, I want all your kids to play, and honestly, I want all your kids to get better and have fun. But at the end of the day, I don't want your sorry ass kid to be the reason oh, that Jesus. we don't win a championship. Mm. Because that's not going to make his self esteem any higher. Like having them kids, we got kids out there that don't even like football, but their parent makes them come out there. And we just like, why are you doing this to us? Forget your kid. <laughs> I'm saying, forget your kid. Forget, like, look, we, we are not a two-hour babysitter for you. Like, I get it. You want to drop your kid off. You want to go to happy hour and come back and feel good about your kid participating in sport. But your kid is playing one of the most violent sports in the world. If they don't want to do it, they probably shouldn't be out here. And then don't get mad at Saturday when you're being like, why well, my kid ain't playing? You know why your damn kid ain't playing. 
You can't hey, got- your kid ain't got no talent. That's why you drop him off every day because you don't want to see his talentless ass for two hours out of the day. That, that's your that's your I, vacation. <laughs> I was I would if I was one of those coaches, Bo, I would pull one of the parents aside and say, "I'm saving your kid's life by not putting them in the game." Hey Jay, you, and you, that, you, <laughs> you're laughing. I have told a parent, like, look, I don't want to put your kid out there. And maybe you don't, maybe you don't care about the well being of your child, but I do. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I do. Right. I'm not. I'm not trying to set him up for failure. Yeah. But like, that's a good coach, man. Honestly, that's sport. like Mick and Rocky. <laughs> you know, like, find another sport for him, man. If this, if this ain't it, this ain't it. Now, I'm also not going to tell a kid not to play. Like, if your little undersized, talentless kid wants to be out there and work hard, then I ride with him. But most of them kids, they don't. You know, you can't teach somebody. To want to get hit or want to hit yeah. something. And parents yeah. don't seem to understand. Like, why you don't teach my kid how to tackle? Because ma'am, tackling involves collision. And your kid wants no part of that. Don't want that. Like, look, if you're afraid of fire, you probably shouldn't be a firefighter. I see what? no lies he's told. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's what's on my mind. Honest, honest mind you have there, Mo. Oh my God! Thank you, Moby. <laughs> so, first of all, I would like to thank Marcus J and Jay Goods Green for coming through today on the show. I mean, once again, just like last year, this is one that we won't forget anytime soon. Um, you know, you can find Marcus J. Ain't no half step with Marcus J. Legacy Internet Radio. His shows on Mondays from seven until nine if i'm correct and um jay greasy green he is his you want his me to tell him is, his show is taking those shorts podcast when do your when does your podcast usually come out jay we go we're, we're live on fridays and then we also have edited material on all the streaming platforms and youtube.com all right so once again, I appreciate y'all. I always appreciate AG and Moby for being on the show. Now, what's on my mind? Life is on my mind because I've recently turned 50 and I realized, you know what, man? In the grand scheme of things, you know, you're half a century old. What'd you do with the first 50 years of your life? What are you going to do with the next 50 years of your life? And then, literally, I decided to say, let's live in the now. And so, I'm starting to live in the now. You know, I've done a lot of things this year. This year is probably one of the best years, you know, personally in my in my life. I'm very happy with it. But there's still more work to do. I still got a lot of things I want to do. This bucket list, even though it didn't have a whole lot on it, you know, I'm going to find something else to do. You know, and all I can do is live my life one day at a time. And by saying that, I tell everybody who's listening to this podcast, hey, one day at a time, everybody, because when we don't live our life to the fullest of that one day, you can't get that day back. And let's just, you know, just just ball out of control, because you know what? You never know when that time's going to stop. And you know, as as Marcus J said, he hopes this. He hope he gets to eighty one. My dad's seventy five, man. So I'm like, to me, 
like my dad's 75, my mom's 70, almost about to be 74, man. Like, you know, I'm if I can get there, if I can follow that footstep, life is beautiful. You know, my parents were married for 50 years. I ain't had a girlfriend longer than a year and a half. So, like, I got to figure something out on that shit. But, hey, you look, know. use your platform. You got a plug right now. All right. Hey, look, if there are any. <laughs> If there are any I won't go there, bro. No, 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 but... no. Hold on. If there are any, if there are any attractive, available swim instructors, holler at your pool. Hey, yo. First, we gotta get a rude. First, we gotta get the jerk. We gotta get the mellow. We gotta get the twelve o twelve mellow jersey off you. <laughs> are we hating on the the awesome Denver mellow jersey, man? Not on the pod, bro. <laughs> man, the, 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 the dope, man. Shut up. You got the guns out. <laughs> the two-tone guns out. Like, bro. You got, <laughs> you got hey. the And a commander's joint behind you. Oh my God. So yeah, man. Oh, you just gotta play, you gotta play the angle, Ruben. Get an attractive swim instructor. If there's any out there, holler at your boy. You know what I'm saying? He he's single, ready to mingle, and he really wants to learn how to swim. So let him dive in. <laughs> let him dive balls in. Deep? He wants no, to balls swim deep. balls deep. <laughs> balls deep. I just like seeing balls deep. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate all of oh you. Oh my god. I love you all at the same time. Man, y'all just y'all just fucked up my rant. It's okay though. That was on some serious thing, man. Like, use your platform. Hey, Mo, I, I like being on a panel with you, man. It takes all that off me. All that heat. You can take it, brother. You can take it. Y'all killing me, man. Y'all killing me. But, nah, man, all I'm saying is live, live, live your life every day the way you should and have a good time with it. Because, you know what? If we're not enjoying the life that we have, then in the grand scheme of things, why do we have it? So with that being said, I'd like to thank everybody who was listening to the show. Of course, I'd like to thank Marcus and Jay and AG and Moby for being on the show. You know, we do this on Sunday nights from 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until we finish. <laughs> until we finish. <laughs> I mean, that's just what it is. Apropos, right? sir. Apropos. That's some. That's that's a black man. That's some black shit. <laughs> I mean, but you know, um, hey, look, tell a friend, tell an enemy, just tell somebody about us. Once again, we will see you next Sunday, 9 p.m. YouTube, my Facebook, um, the Twitch thing, whatever. Also, hit the podcast, like and subscribe. So when we put it out, you got the you got the thing. And of course, in the grand scheme of things, I love all y'all. Thank y'all. You know, peace, love, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast at Nugeman25 at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, Nugeman25.
You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of 